so now let's talk about the Nesia Tertzisrael. So it's known that the for years and years, he wanted to go to Tertzisrael. This was just the history of Baal Now we're going into the real story of the Baal Shem Tov, of, of, of this Misa, the real Misa of Baal Anyway, so the Baal Shem Tov, that wanted to go for years and years, he strived to go to Eretz Yisrael. It was known that the Arachayim HaKadosh lived in Eretz Yisrael. And the Arachayim, the Baal Shem Tov said this, that the, that the Arachayim HaKadosh, there's the Nefesh of Mashiach and the Ruach of Mashiach. And if the Nefesh of Mashiach, I don't, I don't remember who was which, who's the Nefesh and who's the Ruach, but if the Nefesh and the Ruach of Mashiach come together, that's going to bring Mashiach. So Mashantav had a because means yearning and, and gaguim and kisufim. He wanted to come to Eretz Yisrael. Of course, not only because of bringing Mashiach, but also Eretz Yisrael. Eretz, the Rebbe also talks about everything. Wherever I go, the Rebbe said, the Rebbe said, wherever I go, I go to Eretz Yisrael. That means in his world, he saw Eretz Yisrael everywhere, and his gagum was to go to Eretz Yisrael. But anyway, these tzaddikim, they had big, we, we can't even comprehend their intentions. Our father was to help us and to bring the gula. Bashantav kept asking, you know, it was known that Bashantav would have Elias Neshama. He would go up to Shemayim in the middle of his, uh, you know, he would just check out, and we'll talk about it soon about his Elias Neshama. Anyway, so Bashantav, he kept asking permission in Shemayim, and every time he asked for permission to go to Israel, they, they said, no, we're not granting you permission. And he accepted it because he had no choice. But he, his yearning was not stopped. Anyway, Bikitsa, and uh, there's other stories that are connected here. That I remember, but uh, I'm not going into the, the little, the tiny stories. But, but it's, it's, not, it's relevant, but it's not relevant for this second. So, Shanta, so he would send people. There was the, what, what I'm trying to say is that even though he wasn't able to go, there's Mises of different mice, he sent different people to Eretzisrael in the hope that by sending them to their journey to Eretzisrael, he would also be able to get to Eretzisrael. Anyway, Bekitza, the Baal Shem Tov, there was a deceit, his name was Reb Moshe, and everybody was known, the Baal Shem Tov was known and him for being a Baal Moshe. Everybody knew that if you had, you didn't have children, you needed Yeshua's, Refuah's, you needed Shaduchim, you came to the Baal Shem so this Yid heard about the Baal Shem Tov, and he had few daughters. He was very poor. In those days, if you didn't have Nadin, you weren't able to marry off your kids. You needed to have Nadin. Even today's day, we needed, but those days for sure. Because there was, uh, you know, I'm saying there was girls, there was plenty of girls. There was always plenty of girls. So, so it was a man's world then too. You know what I'm saying? You don't put up money, you ain't getting a shidduch. Okay? So the Baal Shem Tov, so this Ramesha, who lived in wherever he lived in, his, he had older daughters, and he wasn't able to get a shidduch because he didn't have money to go. Not, anyway, he came to Baal Shem Tov, and uh, I don't know if he came on a Shabbos, I, before Shabbos, and he stayed for Shabbos. That part I don't remember. But anyway, he came to Baal Shem Tov, and he kept coming into the Baal Shem Tov, and the Baal Shem Tov did not, he did not, he didn't give him the time of day. He like, you know, he knew the guy's coming special for him, and he waited, and he waited, and he waited. Anyway, after a long time of waiting, I don't know exactly how long he waited, but he waited, Finally comes to Baal Shemtiv and he, with frustration, he comes and says, I, I came here special for you. I have a sorrow. I have girls. I can't marry them all. I have no money. What should I do? I need help. Baal Shemtiv told him, go to Istanbul. And he goes, what? Istanbul? He said, go to Istanbul. He says, what am I going to do in Istanbul? And Baal Shemtiv stopped talking to him. He went out and the Tamid of Baal Shemtiv, he told him what happened, you know, Bashem didn't want to tell me, just told him, go to Istanbul. Istanbul, Turkey, by the way, capital of Turkey even today. So the, the Gaboim told him, listen, if the Bashem told you to go to Istanbul, 
Go to Istanbul. Don't ask questions. The Muslims have to, that's what he told you. Your Yeshua is in Istanbul. Go to Istanbul. So he went back home and he told his wife what happened. His wife told him, if Balshanta said go to Istanbul, go to Istanbul. So anyway, he takes the last couple of dollars, borrows, whatever it is. Again, my version, you know, I have to make the story interesting a little bit. So we go and he takes the, the and he goes to Istanbul and he finally gets to Istanbul. Remember, traveling those days wasn't easy, but Istanbul, I think, is connected to, the, to, to Ukraine. In other words, Turkey is connected to Ukraine. You don't have to go through waters to get there. And so that was one of the ways of getting there. So was a person would go to Turkey and then take a boat from Turkey in the Mediterranean Sea from Turkey to Israel. And the journey from Ukraine, it was a long journey, but that was a horse and wagon journey. Anyway, so this Ramesha finally comes to Istanbul and he comes into the city of Istanbul. Now, Roshan didn't tell him what to do. He doesn't know what to do. He asks around. It's an Arab country and a city. I asked around, they said, listen to me, <laughs> the way the news works over here is in the center of the city, every hour, every two hours, every three hours, again, my version, there's a guy with a drummer, and he makes a big drum roll, WINS news, he makes the big drum roll, and, and everybody surround, they gather into the center square of the city, and somebody gets up on, the, on a platform, and he starts telling you the news. And they have the news today, WNS news today, all of this happened. Okay. So at the end of the news is the classified. What do you have in the back of the newspaper? The classified. Okay. This guy's selling this. This guy's looking for a worker. This guy. So this is He asks the people, hey, what, what are they saying then? He says, you know, now is the time when they're saying there's a guy that's looking for an account. In, 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 in Turkey, the one thing the Turks, even till today, by the way, I'm, I'm sure it changed a little bit, but it was known that Arabs are terrible at math. They're terrible. They're the worst at math. From all the, they, that's not their element of intellect, is not math. They're not mathematical. So anybody who had a little bit of math intellect, he was able to get, you know, he, he was able to get a job. So there was a guy looking for an accountant, a guy to run his books, a buchhalter, it's called, right? So, this guy said, okay, I'm in. I'm a buchhalter. I can do this. They said, okay, buchhalter, no problem. They hired the guy. And anyway, his balabos paid him, and he saved money. He started saving. He was making a salary, and he started seeing maybe this is where the issue is that the Abashantav is telling him to come over here. Maybe, But he wasn't making that much money, but he made money. Anyway, story goes, and this is really one of the most beautiful things of the story that I think that we could learn from it. But this guy, the seed, he comes, he goes to the fruit store. And one day, you know, he passes by the fruit store. He goes into the fruit store and he asks the fruit man, you know, show me the nicest fruit that you have. And he shows him the nicest fruit. And he takes him into another room and says, in this room, this is, but this is really expensive. You can't afford this. And he said, please take me in. Anyway, I want to buy this fruit. He goes into this into the room. He picks the most expensive fruit that the guy has. He picks and he goes out, and he goes out with anybody, and he pays for it, and he, and he goes out of the store. As soon as he goes out of the store, this balabas comes running after him with his, with, I guess, sword. He didn't wear guns at the time, but whatever it is. And he says, I'm going to kill you. Because it's known that by the Arabs, and especially in Turkey at that time, the worst Avera was Gzela. If you were a Ganif, and the, 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 the din of a Ganif was, 
they, they, they cut your hands off, or either they kill you or they cut your hands off. I don't know exactly. One of the two things. Again, it was a severe, severe punishment in that, that time. He says, listen, you, I saw, you bought, you don't have the money. I know who you work for. There's no way you can afford to pay for that fruit. And he, he says, I'm going to kill you. So anyway, the guy, the, the guy says, do me a favor. Before I hear you, I just want to explain myself. Please, please give me a chance to explain myself. Maybe you'll understand and he tells the guy, he says, listen, by us Jews, I'm a Jew. <laughs> the Jews, we have that once a year, we thank Hashem, we thank our God for the gratefulness of, of living and that we lived another year. And how do we do that? We take a fruit that we never ate before and we make a shechionu. A shechionu is to say, to be grateful that we're our benching just like this new fruit that we you gave this new fruit a new life. You gave us another life, a new life together, and that's why we're thanking you, and that's what we make on a fruit. It's Tubishvat. By the way, just saying, since we're talking to the family, Tati, Tubishvat, Rosh Hashanah, Lilan is Rosh Hashanah, and Oman going to Oman. Tati, everybody knows Tubishvat was, was right, and we were just like to be there this past year, this, this past year, this two months ago we were there. Baruch Hashem, they help us that we should be able to go for Rosh Hashanah with davening daily, if we got to daven, because this is a really, really, really scary, scary, scary. But anyway, the kids are, so he says, to Bishvat, we take this fruit and we make the shachiyana. The, 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 the guy from the fruit store looks at him and says, really? Wow. Looked at him with a hold of him and he says, he puts his sword back, he says, really? I see that you're a very, very honest, godly man. I want to show you something. I never showed anybody in the world. And he takes him to, he says, please come with me. And this guy just wants to get away from him. He, I, he was just going to kill me two minutes ago. Who knows if he's not going to kill me again? But what should he do? He had no choice. He goes with the guy and they go on to the most expensive street in the whole entire Istanbul. To the nicest house on the most expensive street in the whole entire Istanbul. And they walk into the house. And what are they, he, he takes him into the basement of the house. And he says, oh no. He's going to kill me now. This is what he did. He, he brought me here because he's going to kill me. He goes into the basement and he opens up a room. And a, in the room, there's a vault. And he opens up the vault and he walks into a palace filled with diamonds and all different rubies and sapphires and beautiful things. And they go from another room to another room. And he sees treasures and treasures of wealth. Tremendous wealth that this guy had. It turns out this guy owned all the fruit stores in the entire Istanbul. He, he inherited a tremendous Yerusha for Daira Daira's from some kind of a royalty family. And he was hiding the thing and he says, I have nobody to give it over to because I have no children. I'm already getting old. And I don't even have anybody to show this to because I'm afraid once I show it to them, they're going to steal it. But you, when I saw you, I at least let me have that of showing somebody my, what, what I have. I needed to show it to somebody. I thank you. And, he, and he, this guy just runs away and says, thank God I ran away from this guy. And he goes back to his thing. Anyway, drum roll in the city. Couple of days later. W-I-N-S news. What happens? The drum roll, they say. Guess who died? The guy, the fruit store man, he's walking by. He is the man, the fruit store, the guy that a couple of weeks ago, whatever time it was, he, he, he died. And his house and estate is for sale. Whoever wants to buy it goes by. 
hears this, he says, oh my God. He goes back to his Balabas and he tells Balabas, listen to me, I promise you, I have a great investment now. I can't tell you about it, but I'm telling you, if you give me the money to buy this investment, I promise you, I'm going to pay you back 10 times fold the ribbons, whatever. He made him a deal that was, you know, he couldn't say no. And he really believed in that he knew he was buying a piece of property. Obviously, this is, again, my version into the thing. So he gave him the money and he went and he bought the house of the thing. And it didn't take a long time till this Ramosha became the richest person in all of Turkey and in all of the city of Istanbul. And he started realizing that this was the bracha of the Valshemdah. When the Valshemdah tells you, you go to Istanbul, you go to Istanbul. You don't ask questions. You go to Istanbul. So this guy goes to Istanbul and he becomes the Gvira that he was known by the whole city till he got so renowned that the Sultan of Istanbul became his best friend. And we're going to get back to this. We're going to leave this story. And he brought, obviously, he brought his family. His daughters did the biggest Shidduchim in the world. And of course, also, you know what happens when you make a lot of money? And he forgot about the Balshemtim, but we'll get to the Balshemtim in a second. Balshemtim wants to go to Israel. This is Ramosha. Okay, now we're going back to measurements. We're going back to Balshemtim. Balshemtim wants to go to Israel. And um, he sees again Shemaim one time, two times, 10 times, 20. I don't know how many times that they're not letting him go. He decides, he can't anymore. He's sacrificing for Klai Israel. He's going to Israel. But he knows if Minashemaim, they said no. There's no way he's going to make it. So he was macabre on himself. That only Choshev Kemes, if you have no money, right? If you have no money, then you're considered a mace. No money, you're dead. How can you survive in the world without money? But also in Shemayim, there's that thing, only Choshev Kemes. And on a mace, they can't have Shlita in Oilam Hazer. They can only have Shlita on a mace in Oilam Abod. There's no Shlita. Pamal Yishamal doesn't have it. On a mace, it's only, he's already in Oilam Abod. But he's not really nice. He's really, he's, he's not really dead. He's alive, but he went into this. And we don't understand this, but the Moshemtev had his asogas. So he was mitzava to his family and all his talmidim that no matter what you hear, no matter what, do not give me money. I can't, I have to go through this in order for me to get to, to Eretz Yisrael. I don't know if he told them that or he didn't tell them that, but anyway, that's a story. Anyway, he starts on his journey and he takes his only his immediate family, goes with him. None of the Tamil Mashandam go with him. That was another thing. He wasn't allowed to be with anybody. And he went from city to city, Medina to Medina. That means obviously countries. And it says he came to this one Medina, one country. And every time he came to the country, where would he go? To the shul, because that was the only place that he would get something just to be able to survive for his family. So he went into the, to, this, to this city and he went into the shul and everybody was there with their kitlach, middle of the re- middle of a regular thing and they're all davening and they're all davening to Hashem. Oh, he reminded, and he sees what's going on, what's going on? He asks around what's going on. He says, the king of this, of, of this country, he, his daughter, got very, very sick and they brought every doctor in the world to try to heal her and nobody was able to heal her. And the king knows that Eden have a koyachat And he said, he was geysered on, on all the Jews in the, in the city, that if you don't daven for me, you're all going to get expelled from the city. So we made a yom tefillah, and we were geysered tainus, and everybody's here with the kittel, and they're blowing shayfa, and they're geysered tainus. 
and 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 they don't know what to do. Balshemtov said to the thing, to send the messenger to the king that I can heal his daughter. I can heal his daughter. By the way, I forgot to mention that, that the king said that the king said, "Mommy's calling." By the way, <laughs> but I got I'm, I'm not answering. I'll call her back. So that the king said that that not, not because I'm not being mechabed my mother because I think that this is being mechabed my mother she's gonna love this so, and I don't want to interfere so I'm not doing it I'm not, I know I'm being uh, defensive I'm sorry but may I'm making believe I'm talking to you whatever happens afterwards not my control <laughs> you know what I'm saying anyway the kids are so um, so he's the, the king also said that whoever heals the daughter. Ad Malchus, I don't know, Ad Malchus, whatever he wants, I'm going to give him from my oitza, he can have anything that he wants. Anyway, Balshemtov comes to the, to, to the king, and he wants to see the daughter, and it's Mekibbal, Ish Mipi Ish, that whatever a person has here, the Balshemtov like is now, in the coronavirus, I mean, you know, they, they wear the body suits. And one of the things here, is one is you know most wave contagious contamination is hair. Hair has the big thing, so he covered himself completely with hair. His beard, his mustache, whatever he had here, he was covered himself. And he went in, and it's mekubal ish Again, this is the skull you saying it that he heard it from his shiver, ordered from his grandfather, father, father, all the way till the time of Hashem. So it's, it's authentic. And he said, "Ich Yisrael ben Sora, haste." Open your eyes. I, Yisrael ben Sarah, say that you should open your eyes. And all of a sudden, she opens her eyes. I, Yisrael ben Sarah, say that you should get out of bed. She gets out of bed. I, Yisrael ben Sarah, says that you should start drinking. They brought her a drink. She starts drinking. I, Yisrael ben Sarah, say you should be a healthy person. And within minutes or whatever, she became healed. She became healed. It was a big Simcha in the palace of the king, everybody you know, this person came and healed the thing. So the king calls in the Bachshamtov and he says to him, Tell me something, you know, you healed my daughter, what do you want? Bachshamtov says, I want to go into your library, I want something from your library. He goes, Okay, he wants something in my library, he takes him into his library. It's again, the kibble ish me piish. Bachshamtov went to the shelf, one shelf behind, there was a hidden shelf, and he pulls out. A safer, and that safer was the Ksav Yad of Dabra Melech Tehillim. The Tehillim, the Ksav Yad of the Dabra Melech Tehillim. The king says to him that if I would have known, as a Zukman, you know, said that I, again, I think this was Ishmi Piyish, or maybe this brought down the breast of the Zeva, I don't remember. But it said, he said to him that if I would have known that this is what you wanted, I would have let my daughter die. But anyway, since I promised you, I'm giving it to you, you healed my daughter. Take the, the Xavian Malshadov knew that this is something that he, if he has this, this is going to be his way of getting to Eretz Anyway, Malshadov continues on his journey and it, he's poor and he's going through real, real tremendous, tremendous struggles. And he arrives Erev Pesach in Istanbul to go. That, that was the closest city to be able to go to the ports were in Istanbul. And he can, arrives Erev Pesach in Istanbul. Without it's mekibel azoy. This is what he used to say to Scully Rebbe. That nishnosi nishgevein kematzah of yontiv. So nishgevein a brekel There was nothing. They had nothing. They were starving with nothing, nothing. Not even a candle. In those days, there wasn't electricity. There wasn't even a candle to illuminate it in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the in the in the in the house. 
Amal Shemta and the Bnei Bayis, the Baal Shemta's daughter, Adel, and, and, his mother, and his wife, they're all mamish, they don't know what to do with themselves. Anyway, I forgot to tell you that a few days before this, in Mezhibaz, there was this, they say from Australia, I think it's brought down from Australia, that a couple who didn't have kids, they heard about the Baal Shemta, and they came or from, it says Merchakim, but I don't know, I once heard a version from Australia. That means they came those days from Australia. Can you imagine what kind of traveling to come from Australia? Today, if you want to go to Australia, my pain, I don't know, it's 18, 20 hours or 24, who knows? I don't remember. It's a tremendous long trip. Can you imagine those days, ships and this, months and months and months to be able to come? They finally come a few days before Pesach. They come into Bezbaz, and they come to see the Moshemdev, and they come to the Tamid of Hashemdev, and they say that we came here for, to, to, because we heard that the Hashemdev is about Moivis, he can give you a, a bracha to have kids, and they come to him to give him a bracha to have kids, and the Hashemdev, he's not there. They tell him, I'm sorry, but the Hashemdev is not there. And they start crying, such bitter bechirs. Tamid of Hashemdev, Mamish Merachim, the people came from such a far place. They didn't have kids for many years. They came, this is the last hope of having kids. And we should not know what the tsar is when somebody can't have kids, but the tsar is, uh, is, is crazy. And they had so much Rachmanus that they knew that even though the Baal Shem that was mitzvah on them, that they shouldn't send things. He said, listen, we know that the Baal Shem is on his way to Israel. He's on his way to Istanbul. I'm telling you, if you want kids and you get him food and whatever he needs for, you, for the say the night, you're going to be nifkal with, with, with children. Here's the eight. So he hires the best horse and wagon, loads it up with food, and he travels to Istanbul and he gets to Istanbul. Mamish, the Hashemdev got to Istanbul twelve o'clock. Let's say I'm, I'm just making this up, okay? Again, anytime I'm making up, I'm trying to say I'm making it up just to make the story better, okay? So anyway, so he got me, but I don't know what time. But he, the Hashemdev did not know that this guy was there, and this guy comes in, comes into the house, right? Let's say by right by this man with all the food, all the thing, and Sivet lichting in the house of the Baal Shem. In the meantime, Baal Shem, he goes to shul, and he doesn't know about any of this, and he is depressed. It's Pesach Seder, and he can't even have the moichem of the Baal Shem to be able to connect to the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. He was not there. Lopo. How do you say Lopo? But he knew that his ultimate goal was to get to Israel. He had to get to Israel. The only way to do this is to go through the Sanis that he was going through. Anyway, Balshemdov goes to shul, and everybody invites, you know, Pesach night, everybody, only this year is the first time that we, we said, and we didn't have, you know, we didn't have the opportunity to be able to have guests, uh, except for mom. Mommy's the only one, and she's lucky enough, Hashem loves her, she gets guests on Pesach. But the most people in the world, in the world, by the way, not just think they don't have guests this year on Pesach, but the <laughs> mommy, 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 listen, there's no question. My mommy's on the level of the Balsham. <laughs> we don't, we don't hop, but I'm telling you, we have to, mommy's on a different level. Anyway, point is that Balsham is, uh, so where was I holding it? So, yeah, so, so he goes to shul, everybody invites him. He dumps the longish man, so he doesn't want to get invited. He goes home and he knows he has to face his family because this is the only way to do it. He's going there to stroll, and as he gets closer to his house, he's not sure, but he sees light in the window of his house. Well, I mean, light. There was not money to buy a candle. That they, they that had no light in the house. Comes into the house and he realizes the shulchan is like a real shulchan aruch with a kaira with everything. 
everything is there. Malshatnam goes into the house and uh, he, he forgets where he is. He got so besimcha. He forgets, it's saved the night. He, he has everything. He gets all his ears back. He goes in and he starts, Mom is providing the Seder until he comes to Gal Yisrael. He comes to Gal Yisrael. He opens his eyes and he looks around and he sees this couple on the table. And it's that the Balshemtav did not talk on Shabbos Ziyantav, only Loshin Kodesh. He didn't talk, only Loshin Kodesh. So the Vashemtov said to him, he sees these people, he says, Ma Shmecha, what's your name? And the answer, whatever, where did you come from? I in Boston, where'd you come from? They say me came from Australia, wherever. He says, Uma Bakashaschem. I'm saying it trying to say it like the scholar you represent. Ma Bakashaschem, this is how he used to say. And 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 they answered him, we came because we wanted to have children. The second that the Vashemtov heard that they came for children, they did it in such a toiva. Al Shemta was goida on the spot. I'm goiza that you should have a benzocha toichashana. The second he said these words, nekibble ish me piish. Okay? I, I gotta be honest. I don't know every ish me piish. I'm just, sometimes I'm putting in my own ish me piish. But maybe he did say it, maybe he doesn't say it. It's been a long time since I've been by the school rabbi. I don't want to lie. So, but I'm going to go with Ishmipiyish. So it's the Mekibbal Ishmipiyish that the second he said the words to him that I'm, I'm going to... What? I think so. Anyway, he says, he says to him, Ishmipiyish, I got to be Ishmipiyish. So, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Ishmipiyish, that the second he said that you're going to have a child, he flips backwards. Hashem flips backwards. And it's this I did here. Just like a person could bend himself forward, right? We can bend ourselves forward going all the way down. Could go backwards. You can't do it because your spine doesn't do it. But that's how he had Elias Neshama. Everybody knew his B'nai Bayez. They didn't get scared. They knew it was Elias Neshama. But these people, when they saw it, they got frightened. And all of a sudden, they kept trying to revive him or look at him. And this, and B'nai Bayez said, leave him alone. They left him alone. And they would see on his forehead these were the words that the scholar Rebbe said. Zechzig Shishim Shishim Malkus the Purso or something. I, I don't remember the lotion of, of the Zara because the lotion that 60 fire digger thinking, 60 fire digger thinking that went by. They saw fire going crosses forward 60 times. Anyway, a couple of minutes later, hours later, whatever it is, the Hashanah wake, wakes up and he comes back and the Bnei Bayez asked him what happened. And this is, this is also a beautiful part of the story. The Hashem says to them that the, I went up to, as soon as I was geyser, that these people should have a, a, a child, I was Mishana my Sabiratius. So when I went up, they called me Lidin Right away, they called me Lidin You're not allowed to be Mishana my Sabiratius. She's an Akar, Mishesh Yimei He's an Akar, Mishesh You know what an Akar and Akar is? Of someone who can't have children. Mishesh Yimei And you were geyser, Shini Ateva. You wanted to change the Teva. We're taking it in the Torah. They took the Din Torah and the Pamal Yishamala. What was the Einish that they gave them on Shabbat? We're taking away your Olam Haba. They thought, you know what I'm saying? Shabbat, we're taking away your Olam Haba. 
all of a sudden is the beautiful part. The Mashetta starts dancing, and he says, finally, finally, I could serve Hashem, knowing for sure that I'm never going to get a reward, so there's no me in it. There's no Ani at all. I could serve him purely just to serve Hashem. So they realized, the Pamal Yishamala, again, I'm repeating it the way he says, that, you know, this guy, it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Oil of Alpha is not the right oil because it's not an oil. So they decided to give him the oil of Malchus of the Malachim. It's known that the Malachim get Malchus 60 Malchus and 60 fire the galashes. And that's the 60 fink and fire that you saw going across my forehead. Anyway, we go on, and uh, Balshamtiv. So that's the story over there. In the meantime, let's go back to Ramosha. Remember Ramosha? I know we left Ramosha a long time ago. We're coming back to Ramosha. What happens? Ramosha is making a seder, and the Sultan, who's his friend, the Sultan was the prime minister, the king, whatever it was of Turkey, was his friend. He wants to come for the seder. He comes to the seder and uh, and and he brings. Uh, I, I'm sorry. He comes to the he, he says to Reb Moshe, "I want to see what a Jewish seder looks like." And he comes to the seder anyway. The kids uh, goes through the whole seder, and um, I'm going to speed this up a little bit because I, I don't want to stretch it that long. I stretched it long enough. So the, the, he comes to the seder and and Reb Moshe Give, it, it tells him all the things about beautiful Seda, the richest person in the world, KRM, KMR, whatever. Nobody made a Seda like Ramosha in those days. He made the richest Seda, the most beautiful Seda. The Sultan was really impressed. And anyway, the Sultan is leaving. He decides he's leaving. So Ramosha says, wait, 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 don't go yet. Ramosha takes out a big gifted present. What does he give him? He gives him a matzah dekel, like a, you know, a matzah cover with diamonds and rubies all over it. And inside he puts two matzahs. He says, this is what we eat from the same. And I want to give this to you as a present. The Sultan thanks him and the Sultan leaves the house. The Shani the Sultan, the, the vice president the prime of the prime minister, he decides that he's a Soini Yisrael. He's got, he can't forget this. Ramosha got so much covered with the Sultan that, that, that he, he finds his opportunity. He waited for his opportunity. As they're leaving the house, he tells the Sultan, he says, listen, Sultan, I just want to tell you that this Ramosha, he's a Jew, and the Jews hate us. And you know what they do? The Jews, they, 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 you know what he did? He gave you a present. You understand what an embarrassment the president gave you? The present that he gave you. He gave you the, 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 the two matzahs. You know when those matzahs come? You know how the Jews make matzahs? They kill a Goyish kid, and from the blood of the Goyish kid, then you know, there was many stories in the history of the, 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 the blood libel, and they, that's how they make the Nazis. So he says, Really? Can you prove this? So he says, Why, why, don't, you, why don't you investigate? You'll see. He says, Really? Okay. So I'm going to send, he sends the police back to, to Ramosha. Ramosha hears the police. And those days, again, this is what I heard from the scholar. Remember, they didn't go into your house. They surrounded your house. and You would have to come out of your house. Police. He hears the thing. He realizes he knew this guy, the Shane Lamel, is a big Russia. So he knew this guy's going to have it out for him. So they circle him. He comes out. Guess what? He realizes there must be trouble here on the way. He remembers, he just heard that the Baal Shem Tov is in town. All of a sudden, Ramosha, who became rich because of the Baal Shem Tov, as we forget, it's not just Ramosha, we all forget. 
and we forget that Hashem runs the world, we forget all the toivas that people do to us, and when it turns around, we, we're very forgetful, and we're not enough makatoiv because we're not grateful enough to the Abish, we're not grateful to the thing, and this Ramesh was no different. So we've, he forgot, but now that he's in trouble and he needs a Yeshua, what does he do? Oh, <laughs> All of a sudden, we remember. We remember. We got sorrows. We, uh, uh, we remember, okay? So he remembers and he says, do me a favor, police. <laughs> On the way to going to wherever we're going, to the police station, can we make a stop? Sure, Moshe, you, for you, we'll make a stop. I need five minutes. He goes into the and, and the Balshemtev is in the middle of his beautiful Seder that the Australians gave him. And the Balshemtev is holding by these words, and this I heard, from the Skoye Rebbe, we all know it in the Freed family, it's known. Pushes him away. He doesn't want to talk to him. That's what about Shemdav is holding. He's holding a middle of Howl. Everybody remembers Howl, Tati's Howl. Tati's Howl. So can you imagine about Shemdav's Howl? What is he saying? That Hashem makes these miracles. We always have to be grateful. And that's all he tells him. He tells him, go and go. No, no. No, Hashem to push him away. He's got no choice. Oh boy, even my computer's getting excited. <laughs> okay, lights and the floor is gonna Anyway, he goes and he takes him and, and, and he goes. He goes to the police, put him in the police. They can't. It's nighttime. They keep him overnight. Overnight, he has a dream. And in his dream, his, 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 his grandfather or the Balshemtav, I don't know exactly who came to him in a dream. But someone came to the dream and told him that the next day, when you go up to the, to the thing, go wherever you're going to see the Shem Avaya in fire, the Oasis, follow the Shem Avaya. Follow the Shem Avaya. Anyway, he comes to the, in front of the judge the next morning, and the judge says to him, you know, uh, I'm sorry. He goes on the way to go into the judge. Again, he says, do me one favor, let me go back to the Balshemdav. And he comes back to the Balshemdav. And the Balshemdav is still in the same place, in the same words. No, no. Again, so he goes, he doesn't know what to do. He comes there, he comes to the judge, and he says, listen, Adonia judge, he doesn't even know where he's taking this from, but I just want to tell you, you're going to believe the sultan that he's telling you that this is the way we make matzahs. You know who he is? This sultan, he's a priest, and Christianity in Muslim country was the most worst thing in the world, and being a priest of a Christian was even, he's a priest. He goes, yeah, can you prove it? He goes, yeah, I can prove it. Says, come with me out of the city and I'm going to be able to prove it. And he really sees, all of a sudden, he sees the Shema Vaya, or before he sees the Shema Vaya, and he starts traveling to wherever he sees the Shema Vaya, they go out of the city, and he comes into the forest, and he comes on a stone, and you know, it sounds like Cinderella stories, but I'm telling you that I heard this, and he, from this I heard, this is not brought in the breast of his heart, this is brought by, I heard this from the Scully Rebbe, that he heard it. I don't know if this is Ishmael Pish, but this is the way he said the story. And there was a rock, 
and there was a footprint in the rock. And he said, Adonia Sultan, the guy says, Adonia Sultan, put your footprint, your foot, in the, tell the, the Shani Lamelch to put his footprint into the footprint of the rock. He puts the footprint in the rock. I know it's Cinderella. The cave opens up and he walks down the steps and it's Mekubal. And they see that there's a church and there are 70 priests. And this, this guy, he's the number one guy in the whole priesthood. It's Mekubal. And anyway, Bekitza, and that was his Yeshua. He saved the Yeshua. He comes back to the Balshemdom and he says to the Balshemdom, What can I do for you to repay you for the Yeshua that you gave me? You know, he felt grateful. And Balshemdom like, said, I don't want anything. The only thing I want is to go to Eretz Get me on a ship to Eretz and he puts him on the freight. He wants the first ship leaving Chalamoid. He doesn't care Chalamoid. He wants the first ship to go to Eretz Yisrael. He puts him on the ship. And they start sailing towards Eretz Yisrael. A, a day or two into the thing. All of a sudden, there's a storm. But you know what kind of storm? You know, uh, Titanic. I don't know. You saw Titanic? A Titanic storm. The ship is rocking from one side to the other side to the other side to the other side. The Moshantov knows that this is the Shemayim. They're not letting him go to, 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 to they're not letting him go to Eretz Road. This is the ship. So he goes out and he dominates and he says, listen, Sarah is Shoyam, the Sarah of the Yam. Everyone's known the Yam. Everything has a Sarah. And he goes to the Sarah. Moshantov used to be able to talk. We don't understand, but he spoke to the Malach. He spoke to the Sarah Shoyam. And he says, Sarah Shoyam, what? Can I give you to be mashtikyu? I know that they told you in the Shemayim to make me tzar, but what can I give you that's going to be mashtikyu? I, I want to go to Eretz Yisrael. says, "I want the ksavim that you have, that book that he had from Dovra Hamelach, the ksav Yadam Dovra Hamelach." The Sar Shoyam says, "I want." Hashem is devastated. Dovra Hamelach's ksavim, but if this is what it takes to go to Eretz I'm willing to do it. And he throws this, the, 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 the book into the yam, and all of a sudden, as soon as he throws the book into the yam, the yam becomes quiet. I know Cinderella, but yeah, this we believe. I'm saying it to myself. We believe, Amun Shalema, that this is what happened. Anyway, the breast of a version is, and I'm a Kabbalah, that this is our version, that Abbas Kol went out from Shemaim and said, don't be, because he had so much pain that he had to throw in the Ksavim of Dovra Melech. And I know people are going to question this. Even us, we're going to question, especially, well, I don't want to say who's going to question, but people are going to question it, but don't question, we have to believe it. The Baskol came out and said, don't worry, you're going to have an Enikul that's going to write Shener Ksavim. Shener Ksavim, the Dovra Melech, the Rebbe. Today, I, all my years, I wasn't able to understand this. I'm starting a little bit to understand when you learn the Rebbe's Swarm and you're Makayim, the Rebbe's Eitzes, and you connect to Hashem with the Rebbe's way, you're starting to realize that it's, I don't know if it's Shener or if it's, it's the same thing. It's, 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 it's the same thing. It's Elikus. No, but Amalek wrote Elikus. The Rebbe wrote Elikus. Yeah, the Moshanda was Zeichen to Einigel that brought a remedy for the world forever and ever and ever. Just like David Amalek gave a remedy of Tillam forever and ever. The Rebbe gave a remedy forever. No, I had to plug that in as my Breslov uh, thing. But anyway, going back to the story, then a, a day or two goes by. You remember the Hitzchalamoid, and it comes to Achron Shobezer. A day or two goes by. And the Sarah Shayam starts again, and the winds go, and uh, okay, I made a deal with you. 
Mr. Sarishayam, we made a deal two days ago, and now all of a sudden you're backing out of the deal. What do you mean? What do you want now? So it's not, I want your daughter, Adol, who was known that Adol was considered one of the Chavraya of the Balshanta. She was an Adol, by the way, was the grandmother of the, of, of the Rebbe. Adol had Fager. Balshanta had Adol, Adol had Fager, and Fager had the Rebbe. Right? Okay, but when, that's a different story. We're talking about the story of the Balshanta. So Adol hears it, and Adol says, I'm asking. I'm asking just like Yitzchok was asking to go on the Akedah. I'm asking Tata, I know that you're going to come to Israel. If that's what the Yam wants, I'm asking. Shemtov doesn't know what to do. He's torn, but he wants, he knows that if he goes there, he's going for Klal Yisrael. She's willing to be Messiah's neighbors. He says to himself, I can't put her into the Yam. He put her a raft. He took a little rafting boat and put her on the boat. And when he put her into the Yam, the Yam went crazy. And she was going up and down. That's how he used to say it. It was crazy. They went through a crazy thing. Until Adel, from fear, the pachad was so big, she was screaming to her father, Tata, Tata, help! It's mekubal ish mipi ish. Then the Baal Shem stretched out his hand, and as just like it says, the Bas Pari, she stretched out her hand to get the, the bassinet of Moshe Rabbeinu. It says 50 yama. That Balshemtov's hand stretched out fifty yama from from the boat to to go to to save his daughter, and instead of pulling her in by mistake, he pushed her in. I'm sorry. Oh, I said it wrong. That he Balshemtov tried when he heard his wife say his daughter screaming that she wants to be saved. He tried pulling her in. Instead of pulling her in, he pushed her out. Instead, once he saw that she was pushed out and she was drowning in the water. He stuck out his hand and it stretched on 50 arm and it went into the water and it picked him, picked her up and put her back in the boat. The second they put her back in the boat, <laughs> the boat splits in half. The boat starts sinking. Everybody's running. Oh, save it, save it. All the rafts are coming out. They put everybody in a boat raft and they start rafting and they come until they drift into an island. And it's known that this island was full of Cannibals, you know, cannibals are mention fresses. Everybody knows the story. My friends call this story the story. You know, I said this sometimes on Akram so basic and Regency. So they would come listen to the story. I say it to whoever's around. I hope also this year, just my family, but I'm gonna try my neighbors too. Because it's the nest and it brings tremendous amuna. And that's that that that's really what we're, we're talking that we really, really believe that Hashem is he can change everything in a second. Look what happened not so long ago, and and it's not just that the Balshemtiv we could be zorich every yid could be zorich, and that was the beginning of the story anyway. So she puts pulls it back, and they come to this mansion for us. They round up all the Balshemtiv's family and all the people from the boat. They tie them up. They make this big fire, and they're gonna roast the people. Reb Hersh Seifer, the son of the Balshamdav, turns to the and goes, Tata, <laughs> look what's happening. They're going to kill us. Come on, you, 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 you got the magic. Why, you can't turn, turn it on now. You know what I'm saying? So Balshamdav says to him, I can't, I don't remember anything from the Rai Bahal of what happened. He lost all his Meichem. He says, I don't remember anything. And this is brought down, both. It's documented exactly like this in both places. So he turns around to Reb Hesh for his son. He says, Reb Hesh, maybe you remember something. So Reb Hesh says, I also don't remember. The only thing I remember is olive base. So Reb Hashanah says to him, you remember olive base? Zog! So he starts saying, olive base. 
that's it's brought down that that's where the Yeshua happened. And all of a sudden, as they were saying, another eyes and another eyes, the Bashantam got back all his moichen. And there's two versions to the end of the story. This is the is the final of the story is that one version is that a boat came to save them. And, and, and they saw that there were, and they, the mention presses ran away from, from you know, the military boat came and they saved them and they came back to measurements. There's another version to the story that Elio and Avi and Achi Ashaloni, two of the, the Bashatam used to learn with Achi Ashaloni. Achi Ashaloni was a Navi that was beyond, right? One of the biggest Navim. Elio and Navi was Elio and Navi, right? That, those are the Chabruses of Bashatam. They said that if you make Kabul on yourself, never to attempt to go to Israel again. They took him from there and they put him back in 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 in, in I forgot, to, and that's the big nest of the Mashanta was Mitzava Lebanon, that they, they say that he should say, we should say over the story every year, this nest happened on Akron Shal Pesach, and this is the time of Nisim, because Pesach is the time of Nisim, and this is the time that we remember that with these Nisim, we could do it. We can. We understand that there's the opportunity. We can connect Hashem. We have Kriyas Yamsov. David was Mahapech Yabosha Tiyam. We should all be Zoycha to see the Geula uh, Pratis and the Geula Klolis and to believe in the Nisim. How? By Vayaminu Hashem of my by connecting to the Tzaddikim and believing the stories of Tzaddikim and believing that it's capable to happen to each and every single one of us. We should be Zoycha, the whole Freed family. Amen. There's one little ad, tidbit I'll add to the story that, the, that I heard from the scholarly rabbi. I just reminded myself that when they ran from the boat, they ran, they ran from the boat to the rafts, Reb Her Seifer was sleeping. The son of Ajanda was sleeping. And Achia Shaloni, or Eliyahu came and put him into the raft. And he would show his whole lifetime down his arm, the imprint of the hand of Eliyahu we believe that everything that we're saying is, is true, and, and we're, we're asking Hashem again, please bring us back. Someday, not the someday, this day, we should all be together. That's right, Hashem. I love you all. Have a great, wonderful Yom It's a long story. I hope you have the patience. <laughs> Take care. Bye.